0: The Hokanui Breakfast Show with Connor Kitto, podcast, the
1: half hour of farming experts. First up this morning in our half hour of farming experts is dairy and sheep and beef farmer Dean Rabbit. so I'm sure will be happier with the slightly dry weather, but also the rise in GDT. Would I be right, Dean? Good morning.
0: Yeah, good morning, Connor. Yeah, you're right there. It's good to see some sun. Um, nice if we just had a bit more of a prolonged period of it, and yeah, it's always Nice to wake up in the GDT. hasn't gone backwards, but it hasn't gone uh, up in any dramatic style. It's just holding its own, which is positive.
1: I guess these are the things you've got to do, Dean. When you see tiny little positives like this, you've got to take them as big wins.
0: Yeah, look, after the last three months that we've had, um, yeah, yeah, they're really good to see. And it is, um, it is a positive way to start the day, really, and get up and give a bit more motivation to crack into it.
1: You were just saying off air that you've switched off the TV for a, a few days, which I think is probably quite a wise call, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but are you pleased at least with the results of no Labour-Greens coalition in your particular inst- instance?
0: Uh, look, I think the Greens are going to have, unfortunately, have a say somewhere along the lines. I don't think the, the government can afford to have them in opposition because they'll be getting attacks from the from the far left and, and also the centre right, um, so I think they'll be there in a confidence and supply. Mm. But it's pleasing to see that they, because unlikely they have any cabinet ministers, which um, would have been a scary thought for for our industry, especially.
1: Otherwise, what's been happening on farm, Dean?
0: Uh We managed to get tailing last wen- last Wednesday. Nice, which was good. Um, and as far as the farm goes, we're just going through the difficult world, well, not difficult, but. Um, lengthy process of renewing a uh, uh, effluent discharge consent so right. we're just making sure the pond is all watertight and sealed. We're doing a drop pond test at the moment. We measure the level of it over two days and make sure it doesn't drop so we're not allowed to put anything in it so we're just sort of using a secondary supplementary storage for mm. 48 hours and just getting the cows all lined back up for mating. That um, so starts just over a couple of weeks time and feeding calves and sort of
1: Catching up, and we've got
0: one cow left to calves,
1: so that's oh, awesome. always a positive. Great. Almost yeah. there, then. Almost
0: there. Al- almost, yeah.
1: <laughs> Still got the other process to go through as well of actually getting the calves into a healthy state, don't you? Yeah, oh, it
0: shouldn't be too bad. Oh, gotcha. I saw the cow the other day, she's doing pretty good next, so I don't think maybe nurses is it. Perfect. Yeah, Awesome. Yeah,
1: Dean Rabbage, a sheep and beef and dairy farmer from uh, Glenham. Thanks for your time this morning, mate. We'll catch you back next week.
0: You know, I was Connor, thank you. Stay in the know with the Hokka Breakfast with Connor Kitto podcast.
1: Nigel Woodhead, who is a farmer down in South Otago, he's had a busy year, of course, regular lambing, just starting to come to a close in some way, shape or form. Uh, and he's a busy man, as you would expect for a sheep and beef farmer, but also raising a newborn baby, Finn. What has been tougher for you, Nigel? Good morning. Oh,
2: morning. Morning Connor, uh, <laughs> I couldn't give you an answer to that to be fair, they've both been tough at times, but then at other times it's both been awesome,
0: so
2: mm. I, I mean everything has its moments, doesn't it, being a, being a parent's awesome, but um, when a little rat bag doesn't, like to, doesn't want to sleep in the middle of the night, it's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of fun, but <laughs> then trying to lamb in the snow is not a lot of fun either, so everything has their moments, but it's all part of part of the journey, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is, and, and how'd go, you got that all out of the way?
2: Our tailing wasn't too bad. We uh, we get a contractor, so we just um, we nailed most of um, the ewes all in one day and yeah numbers aren't looking too bad. We won't set the world a lot but it looks like we'll probably um, uh, end up at about one hundred and forty, one hundred and forty-one 141 percent
0: mm-hmm. um
2: with to use the RAM so which isn't amazing but it's better than we've been for a couple of years so it's good. We've um, I mean, we've already tailed this year more lambs than we tailed in total last year, and I've still got the hovets and the late lambs to go, so right. that's a good sign. Um, yeah, last year wasn't flash, so no, we just took along, really. it's just We're just looking for the sun to come out now so that we can <laughs> actually feed them because we we're probably just tied them up on feed, really.
1: Um, and you wanted to mention something about mad enough. Is this, uh, I missed kind of what you were talking about there. Could you explain, Nigel?
2: Uh, I just... Um, well, there's actually a couple of TV programs last night that uh, I yep. found myself watching, which, which were pretty cool. The first one was Match Fit, mm-hmm. um, which, which was on TV three and it was, it was about, um, shut up, It was about, uh, you know, former All Blacks from sort of the late 1990s. There was Eric Rush and Ron Cribb and Peter Alatini and, mm. um, a who, whole lot of those old names that you sort of, you know, you remember from your kid.
1: Dirty was uh, in that as well, childhood. wasn't he? was in that too
2: yeah, yep. and you know just talking about them and um, getting them basically talking about them getting there getting fuzy again and, and yeah. getting back in shape and potentially t- playing a game of rugby and it was just really you know, case news was from Dunedin. and he, he talked at length about some of the battles he'd had and it' was quite um, it was just good to hear them or interesting hearing them talk about some of the battles they would had mm. um, even he you know regardless of their of their fitness and their body. Bodies, just their mental stuff as well. So it was quite, quite cool to just to sort of see it from a different point of view with the All Blacks, and then and then Man Enough with, with Matt Chisholm, which you know as um you know he, he's taken on a pretty serious problem in New Zealand. So yeah, it was it was pretty, um, pretty powerful night of TV, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jason here, Ed Crowdy he was he was involved in Man Enough, so
0: yeah,
2: yeah, I think um everybody I think would do well to go and watch. Definitely man enough and even match fit as well. Just two couple of programs just happen to be on the same night on TV, taking on, you know, talking about men south of New Zealand because it's, um, it's, a, it's a big thing and you know, we all find ourselves in dark times at times and it's, it's really important to know you've got the ability to get through them.
1: Absolutely. And this, and this just comes after the Southland Rural Support Trust, just down here, not quite up your way. We're doing these brunches around Southland for farmers. And that was also stressing the importance of just having a yarn, even if it's just about anything at all.
2: Yeah. Oh, 100%. And, you yeah, know, the value of, of your networks and, and a group of mates and someone you can just spin a yarn to is, is invaluable. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool, actually. Great. Um, well worth sitting down and watching, I think.
1: I'll have to go back and look at those. What channel was that on, sorry, Nigel? Uh,
2: Man Enough was TV1, yep. and Match Match Fit was TV3.
1: Perfect. All right. Nigel Woodhead, sheep and beef farmer from down in South Otago. Thanks for your time this morning, mate. We'll catch you back next week. Have a great day.
0: Cheers, Conor. The Hokanui Breakfast with Connor Kitto Podcast.
1: The Vice President for the Southland Federated Farmers, Bernadette Tunck, good morning. Morning. How are you going? Good. You're good, thank you. How are you going? Finally getting the uh, tractors out and running?
3: Yeah, it's so nice to get up to a a nice sunny day and (laughs) yeah, it's it's looking good out there. Finally, we've got tractors on the move. They're all going already this morning, so, um, yeah, we're into it.
1: (laughs) Because it was just too wet, wasn't it, for you to get them out that it would rip up the ground. Is that the problem?
3: Yeah, that's right. Rip up the ground and the tractors get stuck and, Uh, um, and if if ground conditions are too wet, then you actually do quite a lot of damage to the soil trying to, you know, drive on it and, and turn it over. You know, it needs to, to dry out of it to be
1: able to be worked yeah Yeah, I was driving towards Queenstown the other week and I saw someone had obviously attempted to drive the tractor out and they dug what looked at least like a metre deep of ground like it's just insane how wet the ground can get and how much this, these things can dig up
3: Oh, absolutely. Look, and even now, you know, paddocks can look pretty good, but there's often a wet hole in it somewhere and, Uh. you know, just a wet patch. And if you um, drive your tractor into it, and (laughs) I've had it happen a couple of times, That you know, (laughs) you can't always see them very easily. If you drive into it, then then suddenly you're stuck and you can make a hell of a mess trying to get yourself out again.
1: Hey, on contracting, actually, Bernadette, I know we had some advancements with some of the overseas workers being allowed in from overseas, and now we're seeing uh, fishermen being allowed from overseas to come and work here in New Zealand and then the fruit picking wants some as well. Everyone seems to want to have a, have a piece of the pie. Is, is contracting getting a big enough slice or no?
3: Um, contracting's had a slice, but nowhere near the the size of the slice that was requested. So right. I think um, the Contractors Association asked for 700 specialist harvesting um, people so they have people skilled in bailing and driving silage choppers and that sort of stuff and um, the initial the initial allocation was two hundred. Mm. So it's a start and it's a help and we're grateful for it but um, it's not gonna go anywhere near to fill the entire gap. But jeepers, we can't be um, we can't be too, too greedy either. Well, there is a limited allocation and, yeah. you know, fruit, pick, fruit um, growers and stuff like that and veggie growers are talking about fruit and veggies rotting because there's not enough people to harvest wow. them. So, you know, everybody's in this together. Um, we're, you know, we, we definitely still need more people, but we're, we're grateful that there's, there's been some progress made and hopefully it continues.
1: Bernadette Hunt, Southland Federated Farmers Vice President. Thank you for your time this morning. We'll catch you back next week. Have a good day.
3: You take
0: care.: The half-hour of farming experts on Hokani.